Welcome in to another great edition of Board Check. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Board Check is our weekly Impact Media all hockey show. We dive into all the local teams, of course. That's the Atlanta Gladiators here locally. That's the Hurricanes of Carolina and the Predators of Nashville in the NHL. Well, with some big things, too. Welcome in. My goodness, has it been a, uh, a, a just a fantastic weekend. I hope you all had had a great weekend as well. And if you didn't, hey, hopefully it, it turns around for you. Um, it's story time with the impact. Story time with the impact. Um, I don't know if I mentioned before on the show, but uh, this past weekend, I was able to take my two youngest nephews to their first hockey game. Took them to Atlanta Gladiators game, oddly enough against the Swamp Rabbits. Always a good game between those two because, uh, hey, they're only separated by Highway 85 in a couple hours. But uh, the older of the two, was pretty stoked. The younger of the two, who is slowly turning into a mini-me, and the world hasn't decided what it feels about that, but uh, was just over the moon. And so, we get some tickets. And we go, and and uh, we go to walk-in. You know, you walk in, there's a lobby, and then you walk around, we find we find the section where our seats are going to be. And so we walk in, and uh, immediately, the, the game had just started. There had actually already been a goal. We actually witnessed, like, three goals, and there were four total. There was, like, three goals in the first five minutes of the game. It was crazy. That never happens. But we first get there, and uh, the game's already started. And and uh, and so I, I immediately say, hey, guys, just, just hang out right here at the top of the steps. Here's some here's some hockey etiquette. If the puck is in play, as as it is, they said, yeah. I said, then uh, you, you can't go up and down the aisles because you know, it's a safety thing, you know. And they they gladly picked that up. And it, and it, the funny thing was is they they weren't they didn't believe me that a that a puck or a stick or anything could go flying over the glass. Uh, so once play did stop, we went down to our seats. Um, I want to thank uh, Wyatt, our ticket rep with the Gladiators, because we sat four rows up. And it's one of the better seats I've ever had. And usually I pick my own seats. Uh, just just fantastic. Uh, I want to thank him. The boys thank you for sure. 
Uh, I'll make sure to tag you in this post so that uh, so that you know that. But uh, so we get down there, and especially the oldest one, he's like, "Yeah, but that pug never comes over that." I mean, how high is the glass? And I said, oh, "It's like eight foot, something like that, eight nine foot." It's it's up there, eight nine ten foot, something like that. Ah, it, it, no, it, it it can't do that. Within minutes of him saying that, the puck went to our left about, I would say, a handful of seats to our left. We were on the aisle. So across the aisle and down a few rows from us, puck goes flying. We're over there near the away team, near the Swamp Rabbits bench. And I get two astonished looks like, oh, wait, uh, that, that can happen. And it did. Uh, not going to get into all the rest of the stuff. Huh? Just overall fantastic night. Uh, it was Marvel night, which also helps because they are huge Marvel superhero fans. But uh, you're welcome, Hockey World. I believe I believe we have uh, added two more to the hockey army. Because about midway through the second, the youngest one turns and looks at me and he goes, Okay. Uh, when we come back next time, uh, can we do this? And I was like, whoa, next time? We're, we're still at this game. And the oldest one said, well, well, we're coming back another time, right? Yeah. Got them hooked, guys. Got them hooked. It's it's what I tell people. This is such a pure, great game to be a part of. And, and I could say the same for soccer. I could say the same for lacrosse. I can say the same for rugby. It's it's how I got hooked on these. It's you can watch on TV all you want, but until you go see it live, it doesn't have to be a pro level. It could be a, a college or a high school level. Heck, go watch the Pee Wee kids play. They're fantastic. I believe in the second period, or after this, after the during one of the intermissions, the uh, a couple of the the local Pee Wee teams were out there playing, and uh, once again. My nephews were, were astonished when I told them, I said, those kids are, are your age. And they've been playing most of their lives, and they, they were just fascinated with how good these, these, little, these little guys were. But overall, that was, you know, a lot of times we say it sarcastically, like, oh, this happened, this happened. Can you believe it? Well, welcome to hockey. Well, that, uh, as we were walking out the door, and I was asking them how they did, how, what, they, what they really thought and how it all you know, was playing out. I said, well, guys, welcome to hockey. Welcome to the hockey family. So uh, I hope all you people who listen to this show feel the same way, that, that when you listen to this show, welcome to, to not only the Impact Media family, but welcome to the hockey family. It really is. It's a great community. Like one of our major sponsors, the Buttered Utter. Go see Mike and, and crew in Carrollton or... Uh, Bremen, if you're out this way, they've got all kinds of delicious flavors of ice cream. They've got just, it's ridiculous how good the coffee is. They've got uh, desserts and baked goods. I mean, they do brownies. They do peanut butter pie. They do uh, breakfast quiches, if you were so inclined. And they are good. I eat them a lot for breakfast. Uh, just just go see them. Uh, tell Mike and crew that, that I sent you. I don't think it gets you anything, but uh, they, they like to know that that, uh, that people listen to the show and, and come see them because of it. So definitely go do that. Like I said, hockey's a community. So Mike is, a, is from Boston, and uh, him and his brother and his dad, who, who uh, run the Butter Dutter, 
Uh, they're from Boston, and right now, my Vegas Golden Knights are uh, actually they just won the game four to one versus the Bruins, and um, Mike might be upset about the game of that, but you know what? He'll still serve me ice cream if I walk in there. And I appreciate that, Mike. I really do. Uh, but welcome to hockey. Welcome to board check. Welcome to hockey. Let's start right there with the Gladiators. Uh, last week, they had four games. They actually played, I don't have it in front of me, but I know they went to Jacksonville to take on the Iceman. They lost that one 3-1. to one. Uh, Hugo Waugh with the lone goal in that one. Uh, Mandalese had 25 saves, and then he was recently called back up to Belleville. We uh, definitely appreciate that. His, his time here, and, uh, and uh, hopefully things go really well. Even if they do go well and he ends up back with us, that's awesome. We, we, we love that guy. Uh, but, of course, that, that gives us Tyler Parks, and Chris Nell was actually added back to the active roster. So still feel good about our goaltenders. Uh, they had the win versus Orlando. I believe that was on Thursday. That could have been Friday. Four to nothing. Speaking of Tyler Parks, he had 39 saves in shutout there. Uh, Turner, Nogard, Cobran, and Keeley all with goals in that one. In the game we went to on Saturday, they get the win versus Greenville. Six to four. Man, this would have been so great. This would have been so great to see a hat trick. And we had two really good shots. Now, uh, Hugo Waugh and, and Pellick both had goals. But Keeley had two and Cody Sylvester had two. Because as soon as one scored two, I said, oh, guys, we... We might get to see something special. No, I did not jinx it. I will say that. They said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I know you guys watch soccer, and I know you guys have been to some United games. And they said, yeah. And I said, well, you know how in soccer, when you score three goals in a game, that's a hat trick. He goes, yeah. And I said, well, they got that from hockey. And yes, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I said, except in hockey, when they score three, three goals and get a hat trick, if you want to, you can throw your hat on the ice, and they donate the hats to charity usually. It's, it's a really cool thing, because a lot of people try to get their hat back. Once you throw it out there, it's, it's not yours anymore. But uh, they looked at me, and I said, I like my hat too much, so I'm not going to throw it on the ice. But I uh, had two really good sh- and then, uh, I think Sylv- I think Sylvester was the first to two, and then Keeley. And I said, guys, we, we have a really good shot to see a hat trick, which is really cool. It doesn't happen all the time. Unfortunately, it did not, but uh, just just incredible. Um, told you about all the goals. Tyler Parks with 27 saves and a funny moment. I did a, uh, a tweet while I was at the game that said, this is a Tyler Parks appreciation tweet. I like to do that for goalies and uh, backup quarterbacks. And I said, hey, Gladiators, can you let him know he's not on Twitter yet? To which they actually replied, hey, Parksy, and tagged Tyler Parks' account. 
this this is probably for you to which later on that account replied and sent me to another account so maybe Tyler Parks has two maybe that's his old account maybe this is a new account because apparently the gladiators didn't know this either because uh, midway through Sunday I get a notification saying that uh, the Park C account and the Atlantic Gladiators just recently followed this other account. Maybe I would like to as well. I look at that other account. It was the other account. I, I thought that was just a fantastic exchange. <laughs> you never see things like that. But uh, uh, overall, great. Uh, appreciate Tyler Park's effort there. And uh, they come up just a little short on Sunday. They they went up to Greenville to take on the Swamp Rabbits. Uh, lost that one three to two. Pellick and Keeley with uh, the goals in that one. Chris Nell with twenty five saves and losing effort. Their upcoming schedule tomorrow. Since this is Tuesday. Tomorrow Wednesday they are in Florida to take on the Everblades. Seven thirty puck drop there. On Friday they are in Florida to take on the Everblades. 7.30 puck drop there. And on Saturday, bet you can't figure this one out, they are in Florida to take on the Everblades. It is Everblades week the same way it was same way it was Norfolk week a couple weeks ago. Uh, and that's 7.30 puck drop on that one. So they will be home early Sunday. Good for them. They get all on Sunday. That'd be great. But uh, thanks to the Glads. Like I said, thanks to Wyatt. Um... Uh, ATL Mask, and yes, they do know your actual name, uh, which they thought was great, by the way. They thought it was great. Uh, but uh, it, it, they they got to meet. If you guys haven't met ATL Mask, Atlanta Mask, uh, he, he's usually behind the goalie, the opposing goalie during the second period. No, during the first and third period. You can't miss him. Uh, super guy. Shout out to him as well. Like I said, thanks to, to the Gladiators for a great experience and everything. And uh, they were also amazed by how much the bidding of the jerseys was going for at the end. Uh, they, they couldn't believe that. But I told them it was for charity. And then they kind of understood. Fantastic time, though. I... I Go see the Gladiators, guys. It's 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 cost friendly. It's it's fan friendly. It's great. Go see them. Uh, let's talk some Hurricanes real quick. The Hurricanes are back on a roll again because last week they were in Winnipeg. They they smoked Canada last week. They really did. They I mean it, they might as well be called the Canadian Hurricanes as well because they pretty much own Canada right now. They were in Winnipeg. They win that one four to two, where Vincent Trocheck, Sebastian Ajo, Jacob Slavin, and Marty Nachos all had goals. Frederick Anderson holding down the fort with sixteen saves, only sixteen saves. Winnipeg likes to shoot sixteen saves. Uh, they go to Calgary against the Flames. They win that one two to one. Sebastian Ajo smashes in two. Saw a hat trick there. If you were in the arena. Anderson with 26 saves in the victory, and let's see, they went to Edmonton, 
face Connor McDavid in the Oilers. Yeah, he's really good in case you guys didn't know. They win that one three to one. Nito Niederreiter had a goal, and Sebastian Ajo once again tempts us with a hat trick and settles for two. Frederick Anderson with 22 saves in the win there. And then they went to Vancouver to make the entire loop. And ah, they were just out of steam. They lose that one 2-1. to one. The lone goal, of course, being scored by Marty Nachos. You notice Ajo, Nachos, Niederreiter. I mean, these, these are all the big dogs that are scoring for them and all their, uh, all their big ones for sure. Uh, Antti Ranta with 24 saves in the losing effort there. Upcoming schedule. Their upcoming schedule. Tuesday, that would be tonight. They uh, started a handful of minutes ago. Tuesday, they're in Minnesota. 8 p.m. puck drop. So I said just a few minutes ago. Thursday, they host Detroit at 7. On Saturday, they host the Kings of L.A. at 7. And on Sunday, they will host the Nashville Predators at 5 p.m. And what is a fun rivalry. Speaking of which, the Predators, they're on a pretty good roll, too. How good of a roll are they on? Well, they go to Detroit. They get the victory 5-2. to two. Uh, Cousins... Tolvanen, Fabro, Yossi, and uh, Johansson. And Riddick had the 14 saves in the victory there. They go to the New York Islanders. Guess what? They own them too. 4-3 to three in the victory. You had Sissons. You had Trenton. Tolvanen, once again, it's two games in a row. And Johansson, that's two games in a row there. Riddick with 18 saves in the victory. Then they go play the Devils. They win that one 3-2. to two. They love these 1-2 and old games. They really do. Uh, Trenton, Tolvanen, there's three in a row. Yossi, two out of three. Soros with the 29 saves and the victory in that one. And they finish at the Garden. New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden. They win that one one to nothing. Tomasino with the lone goal. Soros with 32 saves and the shutout. Congratulations to him on that. Their upcoming schedule tonight, just a few minutes ago as well, they hosted the Calgary Flames. On Thursday, they will host the Colorado Avalanche at 8 o'clock. These are all Eastern times, by the way. Friday, they are in Chicago. Face the Blackhawks at 8.30. And Sunday, they will be in Carolina at 5, just as I said, to face the Hurricanes. Let's go over the standings real quick. And the standings. I like to go by the division. We're going to go in the Atlantic. 
You've got the Florida Panthers with 40 points. You've got the Tampa Bay Lightning with 40 points. And you've got the Toronto Maple Leafs with 40 points. Yeah, it's uh, they're really putting some distance because nine points down in fourth place are the Detroit Red Wings with 31. 30 for Boston. And then there's another deep cut. Because Buffalo is in 6th place with 20 points. That's 10 points down. 19 for Ottawa. Montreal with 15. Let's go to the Metro. Then the Metropolitan Division. You've got the Capitals with 40 points. You've got the Hurricanes and Rangers with 39. Yep. Canes are hanging in there. Actually pushing for the top spot. 35 for Pittsburgh. 29 for Columbus. Philadelphia with 26. Who just fired their coach. Ranger fans are happy because they didn't like Elaine Vigneault either. Uh, the New Jersey Devils with 25 and the New York Islanders with 19. That makes no sense at all. They were a deep playoff team last year and I think the year before. Let's go out west. Pacific Division. The Anaheim Ducks have 37. Yeah, they're pretty mighty. Calgary has 36. The Vegas Golden Knights have 34. Edmonton with 32. San Jose has 31. LA Kings with 29. This is by far one of the tightest divisions. Vancouver with 26. And Seattle, not a bad opening year. They've got 21. In the Central, Minnesota hangs on to a four-point lead with 39. That's another surprise. Not really surprised now that we've said about four weeks in a row. But, hey, good for Minnesota. Good for Minnesota. We got a guy here at Impact that um, that's a Minnesota Wild fan, so good for him. Nashville hanging on to second with 35. St. Louis also has 35. Colorado at 34. Winnipeg 31. Dallas has 28. Chicago has 22. And Arizona, it baffles me that they even have 12. It's... It's awful, but I may be getting my wish soon because there's a chance that team could get moved. Where? Who knows? Could be Mars or Pluto at this point. I don't know. But uh, there's your standings. Let's go over a couple of the, the bigger stories for now, and we will get you guys out of here today. Uh, Andre Burakovsky uh, had a hat trick. His first hat trick ever uh, on Sunday versus Florida. He, held, I believe he's, uh, is that Detroit? I think it's Detroit. That youth movement in Detroit, man, is something fun to watch. It reminds me of when I was first getting into hockey, when you would see Fedorov and Iserman and Dino Cicerelli, all those people, Konstantinov, all those people that Detroit had back in the day. They, they're building... Kind of a similar, similar similar formula at this point, but uh, good for Andre, his first hat trick, and uh, he's just heating up. Uh, Troy Terry had two amazing goals, including an overtime penalty shot winner for the Anaheim Ducks over St. Louis. Uh, Troy Terry is, is another big-time talent who is uh, just, just fantastic, and... He's helping the Ducks into first place. That's part of what, you know, some of the Ducks' bigger stars are not 
some of the bigger stars are not either performing or like Ryan Getzlaff has been banged up and, and injured some. So other people have had to step up for the Ducks and the Ducks youth movement, man, they've got one too. Jacob McDonald got injured versus Florida for the Avalanche. That's just another Avalanche star to get hurt. Uh, Gabriel Landeslog has been hurt. Landeskog, um, Nate McKinnon has been banged up. The Avalanche have been going through some injuries, and yet they're still hanging on right there in the uh, the top four of their division. And that just once again shows when you have depth on a team, then it usually works out. Uh, what else was there? Oh, there's Landis Cog there. Yeah, lower body injury. He's out two weeks. Avalanche just uh, sometimes can't get can't get a break. Um, Dallas goaltender Ben Bishop, who you know played for the Lightning, has played for a lot of other teams. Looks like he's going to call it a career. He tried to come back from the knee injury from last year, and You know, he, he tried, and it's just his knee's not reacting the way he wants it to. So he's going he's gonna to hang it up. And uh, Bishop was a good goaltender. For a lot of people who don't know, we're ta- he tore his meniscus is what he did to his knee, by the way, back uh, in, in uh, October of 2020. He ends up with 222 wins. Yeah, 222. I thought he had about 150. Apparently, I missed some, but I uh, wish him the best. I mean, maybe we get him on this show now that he's retired. It's a little easier when you're not part of the professional leagues. But, uh, you know, I hate that he has to go out this way, but a good career. If you're going to call it a career, he had a pretty good career. So uh, we wish Ben Bishop the the best in his, in his future endeavors. And uh, like I said, who knows? Maybe we'll get him on the show sometime. Uh, the All-Star vote is currently going on right now. Of course, the All-Star game is going to be February 5th in Viva Las Vegas. You can go to NHL.com and probably a bunch of other links for the uh, vote for the All-Star game. I, unfortunately, apparently am not on the ballot, but if you want to write me in, that is that is great. Maybe if I get enough write-in votes, they'll send me to Vegas. Wishful thinking, I know. Um, all right, there was a fifth grader named Mia Wilson who did, he, she got third place in kind of a, a science fair for coming up with the idea to have transparent boards at the game. Now, why is that a novel concept? Well, it's something my nephews ran into when they got closer to the ice the boards come up so high and you can't see through them. She come up with the fact that if you have transparent ones, then now you can see through them and you can see a whole different view of the game. Uh, you can read more of it on NHL.com. It's a really cool story. Her name is Mia Wilson. She was a fifth grader. She got third place. I don't know why she got first. Maybe a little biased. But transparent boards. She she had a really cool project on that. Go, go read that. 
Uh, Tyler Toffoli is out eight weeks with a hand injury for Montreal. They just can't catch a break. All their stars are getting injured. Uh, I think it's they're just trying to they're just trying to make up for the lack of star power around because so many people are getting hurt. But Montreal just stick with it. When Foley comes back, uh, hopefully he'll be able to to be the candles on the cake of you guys turning this around. Snoop Dogg, we told everybody about this, to celebrate his new album, Algorithm, was out at the L.A. Kings game. He announced the lineup early on, and he had some commentary from Ice Level. And for a lot of people who think Snoop Dogg is just there to promote an album, you don't know Snoop Dogg. He is a boxing fan. He is an MMA fan. Uh, Of course, he likes basketball. He'll tell you those things, but uh, he's a big hockey fan, big L.A. Kings fan. He's done a lot of stuff with them, and his commentary is usually on point. He knows what he's talking about. You can catch some of those videos, I think, on YouTube, NHL.com, places like that. But uh, good for Snoop Dogg. I hope his album, Algorithm, does really well. I've heard a couple tracks off of it. Snoop's still got it, guys. <laughs> it, it amazes me that he can still put together fantastic albums. Uh, go check that out. Goaltender Fleury, otherwise known as Flower, to a lot of you guys. He got his 500th win the other day, and he is only the third goalie all time to have 500 wins. Now, of course, he needs 51 to tie Patrick Waugh, and he needs a ton to get anywhere close to Martin Brodeur, who has 691 wins. That's that's like a Gretzky record. It's going to take a lot to get that close, but... Uh, Fleury is 500 wins, 286 losses, and uh, 80 ties. And he has 69 shutouts, regular season shutouts. That's that's unbelievable. Until you realize that most of, most of those numbers came when Pittsburgh was winning cups every other year. So congratulations to Fleury. Uh, he's still one of my favorite goaltenders. Um, plays Chicago now. He's doing some good stuff. A lot of people thought he wasn't going to play this year, remember? And I told you guys, I'm pretty sure he is. And he did. But that's all I have for now. Appreciate you guys joining us for another great edition of Board Check. This one called Welcome to Hockey. Shout out once again to ATL Mask, to Wyatt, to the Gladiators in general. Uh, seriously, my nephews had just the time of their life. They've done nothing but talk about it to anybody that will listen and people who are even trying not to, to them. Uh, they told everybody in the world about their time at the hockey game and, and when they want to go back. We hope you guys come back for our next episode. But until then, this has been Board Check. Deuces, gooses. Go watch hockey.